With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Irish fans, it's Joshua Bowles, site manager, One Foot Down, back with the uh, crappier version of the One Foot Down podcast. Uh, maybe not in content, but definitely in audio quality, if you haven't already, t- you can tell. Um, uh, again, this is the uh, the auxiliary or the extra version of the podcast. Uh, Wes and Martin are still kicking strong on the official one Foot Down podcast brought to you by ND Fan Radio. Um, these are just going to be, uh, like I said the last time, once or twice a week. And uh, I'm going to come on here and, and throw some thoughts down, uh, you know, for y'all. So anyways, so, you know, let's get, let's get right to it. Uh, I've already been interrupted once by a uh, barreling three-year-old looking for chips and dip at uh, 11 o'clock at night. So we're going to get this thing rolling. Huge week, huge week for Notre Dame and Notre Dame football. We use the word huge a lot, but this is the very definition of a huge game. Uh, There's so much going on here. Um, You know, this is the first first time since uh, 1996 that there was a top eight game played inside Notre Dame Stadium. And that was back when uh, Notre Dame played uh, Ohio State. Um, so think about all the, the games, all the times where Notre Dame was, you know, ranked, uh, higher. I mean, think of, think of the good weeks, you know, that they had here and there. Um, and this is the first time, you know, since my freshman year in college that Notre Dame, uh, you know, has had this highly ranked of a matchup head on, head on, you know, it, it, it's just, it, uh, it's, it's kind of being underplayed. And I, that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight. You know, last night I I sat around and thought about it for, you know, an hour, maybe even longer than that, and was going to jot down, a, a, you know, a post and just never <laughs> never made it to the keyboard. And uh, maybe that's a good thing because my thoughts are kind of scrambled and all over the map with this. Um, so it, it probably would have been a difficult read anyways. Uh so I don't know if this is going to be, that makes this an easy listen, but it's uh, definitely would have made for a, a difficult read. I think you could follow along the, um, my random thoughts and in, in spoken form 
uh, just a little bit better. <clears throat> but like I said, this is a huge game, all right? And I had planned, and I dropped the ball. I, I'm like a lot of people right now that aren't really, you know, like fully all in on this game. But, you know, I dropped the ball. I had planned on doing a lot of extra stuff like we would for USC, like we would for Michigan. And although we've kept the roster of posts, you know, the our normal posting schedule, you know, is intact. Not like we're skipping out on anything. I, I did have a few more things that I wanted to do and just didn't get to it for one reason or another. Hashtag dad life. And, um, you know, things need to be said here. Things need to be known. Um, this is a huge game. All right. So, and that's not to say we're not going to, we will have, uh, I know, um, Pat Sullivan is working on a piece right now. I think he's going to drop that on Friday. Just a little teaser, uh, you know, about this, about this game, uh, besides his previews, which he does an amazing job. Uh, he has a little something extra for you guys. So we're not completely, completely lacking here, but, but this is a rivalry game. In every sense of the word. Now, I know Notre Dame fans are very uh, cautious and, you know, they're very choosy about the way they use the word rivalry and the word rival when it comes to Notre Dame football. I get it. I'm in, I, I'm in the same boat with a lot of y'all. All right. I, I don't know exactly what our definition is. I I, I think it's a little more complicated when it comes to Notre Dame, but I'm telling you right now that Stanford is a rival and they, this is a rivalry game. All right. Any notion that it's not or any manner in which somebody dismisses it as just basically another game is absolutely insane. This is a, this, this is it. This is, this is what college football is all about. This is what the NCAA in in the way that they've expanded and gone playoffs and and everyone's grabbing for the dollar. This is the thing that they're ruining across the country. All right, rivalry games, and because of that, because of some big rivalries that are being affected by everything, TV expansion, you know, kind of all that stuff. This game right here, Notre Dame versus Stanford is becoming one of the better rivalry games in the sport. I mean, it, it's, it has a little bit of everything. And, you know, we're, we're going to touch base on, you know, on some of that. Now, just, to, you know, let's, let's get some of these definitions out of the way. Let, 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 let's let you know who I consider to be a rival. And, you know, I think for everybody, it's a little bit different. And I think for Notre Dame fans, it, it, you definitely can have, there could be different opinions and both sides be correct. Michigan, for example, is, is definitely one that fans, um, you know, are, are kind of split on. There is the hardcore set that totally believes Michigan is a rival. It's a rivalry game. And then you have the other set that wants nothing to do with referring to them as a rival. They will call them enemies and and whatnot, and I'm telling you, both sides are absolutely correct. It's it's not a, you know, it's it's not a black and white issue here. These are this, this is a gray area. I mean, it's college football for God's sakes. Everything's gray areas, so you're going to have gray areas in in your terms and your definitions uh, about these type of things, you know, and I would venture to say 
just real quick. This, but, you know, like Michigan this year, can you really call that a rivalry game? They hadn't played since 2014. Yes, there were fifth-year seniors on the team that were in the, you know, in there in 2014 that played in this game this year. But, you know, that there's not much going there. You know, and you know, and to bring up another another team, another M team, you know, Miami. We've many people that will deny the fact that or what I I guess what I would consider to be a fact that Michigan is a rivalry, they'll totally buy into Miami being one, despite the much, you know, less games being played. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of a pick or choose. So, you know, before we begin, I, I, I'm going to list off, or I guess we've already begun. I'm getting a little stupid, sorry. I got a, I got a glass of gin sitting here, and it's going to be drunk. Who are Notre Dame's rivals? Well, first and foremost, obviously, USC, number one, the rival. Anyone who says otherwise is not paying attention. It's not Michigan. It's not anybody else. USC is the rival. End of story. Now, after that, it gets a little trickier. For many years, I have stated that Michigan State, in my mind, was number two. If, you're, if I was going to sit there and rank them, Michigan State would definitely, for me, be number two. We've played them very, for a long, long time. They're, they have been a better program. You can make the same some of the same arguments with Purdue. But I would definitely, you know, we've played Purdue longer. We had Michigan State. But it's been a better game with Michigan State. It's been a better series, I should say. You know, there's more back and forth. There's some more heat there. You know, who cares about in-state stuff? I mean, really, I mean, pfft. Indiana and Purdue can argue about the Indiana stuff. We're, Notre Dame is a national program, so this that whole sense of it's an in-state rival, who cares? So, having said that, you know my number one, my number one and number two. And I would still put Michigan State, I, I think if I had to rank them as number two. So now you dip down, and you're saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, we just can't have all these rivals. Well, you know, that's part of being Notre Dame and part of being a national school, part of being hated so much, part of being loved so much is the fact that there happens to be these programs, these schools and these games that turn in to rivalries. They just an, an organic thing. This nothing, nothing about a lot of these are forced. You know, now that we do have all that expansion stuff, you see like, you know, forced rivalries, you know, like the Yukon central Florida, you know, civil conflict, there's nothing like that really going on. So these, if, if I'm mentioning it, it, it's an organic thing or something that has either been organic or something ha that has existed for a long time. Um, so Stanford right now, I think you would have to slot them into that number three position. And, you know, you can make a strong argument for them to be in the number two position because we don't play Michigan State every year anymore. And I, I think there's a strong argument for that. You don't have to have, you you don't have to have played for 50, 60 years for there to be a rivalry. You know, I think you know a couple decades is well within you know that limit. I mean, everyone ch chose Miami as a rivalry, and really we're only talking about a decade of heat. Not even a decade of heat. I would 
1986 is when it got, you know, crazy. Well, you know, with the way they ran it up on, or not, it wasn't 1986, it was 1985. They ran it up on Faust. And then, so, and then they stopped playing after the uh, 1990 game. You know, so you're not even talking about a decade of, of heat going on in that, in that. and that's a, a rivalry, you know, when, when we played in 2012. And it, it wasn't just a marketing thing that people used, like rivalry re- renewed. Many fans were buying into it because it was so good. Because the games were so good. And yes, both teams were amazing. Two of the best teams in college football, period, during that stretch. So it, it it's an it's an it definitely is an easier route, and I'm not saying that it should there you shouldn't call them a rivalry, but if you start throwing around definitions of what is and what not, a lot of the people that are dismissing Stanford saying they're not a rival, and the things that they're listing off, well, you could say the same thing about Miami during that time. So you know it it starts to evolve here. Everyone needs to kind of come to grips that this is a rivalry. Look, there's a trophy. And look, Notre Dame has a ton of trophies. We have one with Purdue, the Shillelagh. We have one with Boston Co- College, which is the Frank Leahy Memorial Bowl, which there is also a student body trophy in that game called the Ireland Trophy uh, that no one sees except for, I think, maybe the student body president. You have a trophy with Navy that doesn't go back and forth. It just each side has a, a piece. It's a gigantic thing. And it, it comes apart, and when... The two teams play each other like that week, like the trophy comes together for all their events. Uh, I don't know if you can really call that a rivalry trophy, but it's a trophy nonetheless. You know, with USC, of course, you have the Jewel Shillelagh. With Michigan State, we had the megaphone. You know, Michigan was kind of, you know, with no trophy. It was just that hate was the trophy, which I always found endearing. Now, I love rivalry trophies. I think they are just fantastic. There's so much about them that I love. I, I know a lot of people dismiss them as, you know, whatever. But I really I really dig them. And I've always been upset that Notre Dame hasn't brought theirs to the forefront. Um, you know, like out in the field, you know, kind of one of those things. I mean, I, I'll never get that image of uh, the Wisconsin player running over to, uh, I, I think it was a kicker or a punter that ran over to the, the Minnesota sidelines to go grab the axe, you know, and, and bring it back. I, mean, I think stuff like that is what makes college football college football. So <clears throat> let's get, now that I've got 15 minutes of lead up here, let, you know, let's get into this. Yes, Notre Dame and Stanford is a rivalry. No, it has not been going on forever. Look, they first played in the Rose Bowl back in 1925. They didn't play again until 1942. And then they didn't play again until the 60s where they played a couple of games. Then 1988 hits. Y'all remember 1988, right? Okay. So Notre Dame and Stanford start playing each other regularly. I think since 1988, I think the only two years that we haven't played uh, was probably like 95 and 96. So maybe a little ironic, but uh, but I other than that, I think we've played them pretty much every year. Um, yeah, from what I can tell. So anyway, so so this is long going. I mean, 1988 was a long time ago, y'all. <laughs> a long time ago. And, you know, a lot of the series is Notre Dame running up, you know, the score on Stanford. They have some 
very uneven matches. I mean, even Tyrone Willingham, uh, you know, got a got a fifty-seven to seven win uh, out of this series. Uh, in fact, Tyrone Willingham, I believe, has a win for Stanford. He was a seventeen thirteen win in uh, two thousand and one. Yeah, yeah, that was Willingham. So we've been playing him a while. Now the series is is it's fairly close in win losses. I think it's nineteen thirteen. Um, or something like that. And look, we've been getting our asses handed to us for basically the last decade. In the last 10 years, Notre Dame is, uh, eight and two, or excuse me, seven and three or three, too much gin, three and seven (laughs) against Stanford in the last 10 years, three and seven. All right. Now, granted, Notre Dame one from like 2002 to 2008 long streak Jim Harbaugh gets to town things start to change a little bit over there all right now Notre Dame has had has been upset by Stanford you know a few times you know some some big upsets you know let's talk about you know 1990 inside Notre Dame Stadium 36 31 big upset 1992 inside Notre Dame Stadium 33 to 16. Big upset. All right. They did it again in 97. 33 to 15. There, there is some, there is some seeds there of some ruin. All right. If for any of those that would look at BC, and I think there's fewer and fewer, and for good reason, about being them being anywhere near a rival. Everyone will point to that 1993 game as like the seed that was dropped for the hate. And for good reason. So you look at that, you know, 1990 and 1992 game, there's your seeds, all right? There's Bill Walsh over there with his West Coast offense, touchdown Tommy Vardell, all that, you know, all that bullshit. And so there's a seed there. And then you, so you go through some years, Stanford picks up some, you know, games here and there, and you know, he, Got got Davey a couple times. Ty gets us one time. And, you know, then we hire Ty. And then he wins his three games pretty easily over, over Stanford. So, you know, good for you, Ty. But it, it all now, for right now, for our purposes, it all boils down to Jim Harbaugh, who we've already dealt with this year, took care of that business. But I believe Harbaugh's first year, and I could be wrong, was was what 2007, uh, and you know Notre Dame wins that game 21-14. We're out and out at Stanford, which is an important which is an important date for you to remember. 2007, we won at Stanford. Why is that important? Oh, because that's the last time we won at Stanford was in 2007, which so happened to be our three and nine year, which is just ridiculous. So, anyways, so Jim Harbaugh comes to town, changes things around. They get out, some, they play in 2008. It's a close game, 28-21, just you know, a lot like the 2007 game. All right, 2009 rolls around. We go out to Stanford, another close game. 45-38. This time it's Stanford. If, I believe I believe that is the David Grimes game. Uh, 
maybe, maybe, maybe I'm mistaken. At any rate, uh, and if you don't remember, David Grimes totally got robbed out of a touchdown catch uh, out at Stanford. Totally robbed. So here we are. 2009, loss. 2010 rolls around. Here comes Jim Harbaugh into South Bend, Notre Dame Stadium. Notre Dame rolling out their brand new coach, Brian Kelly. A little bit of a rough start as it was. And they dropped an ass whooping. They dropped such an ass whooping on Notre Dame. 37-14, that, ba- that Brian Kelly had to tell Jack Swarbrick after the game, that's where we want to be. Notre Dame football and Stanford football had flip-flopped so dramatically within a few years that now all of a sudden we're saying we need to be like Stanford. At the time, it sounded like a joke. It's not a joke. And it, it turned out to be pretty prophetic. And especially for a lot of Notre Dame fans, and I won't get too much into the, the bullshit surrounding people that, that point to Stanford as like who we want to be. I'll just ask, how many national titles have they won? No, they haven't. So <laughs> for those that bitch about, you know, not winning the national titles, Stanford's not your choice either. So anyways, but continuing on, from that moment, really, not so much the 2009 game out, out of Stanford, but the 2010 game on, this is Stanford's game. This is their, their statement game to us in USC to say, you know, look, we're a power. Look what we're doing. Look at us. You know, and, and Stanford's awful. All right. They have the worst fan base. It, it's worse than Miami, you know, probably by far. At least when Miami's winning, they'll pack the stadium. Even when Stanford's winning, which they've been winning a lot. That place is like a freaking graveyard. It's a horrible program to be a fan of. There's just no support. It's awful. I don't understand it. I don't understand how. And I can't believe there aren't more people. Stanford's a pretty. It's one of those programs where people that aren't fans of Stanford start to latch on to Stanford as a team that they watch and pay attention to because they're a fun team to watch they had been they got they run some power stuff you know they, they win some big games you know they're they're kind of like one of the it teams that other people fans of other schools will pay attention to and will follow their own fans are just disgustingly awful they're just so nowhere I, and all the, i it's i have a hard time i can't believe SB Nation has a Stanford site and they rule a tree and and they do a great job. What I'm saying is, is that they do a great job. There should be a bigger community over there. It it just feels like everyone's like shouting into the abyss. If you're a Stanford fan. So anyways, so now all of a sudden Stanford's legit. Notre Dame's going through a lot of struggles. I mean, the Brian Kelly area era has been a pretty, pretty difficult era uh, to be a Notre Dame fan. And that's with a lot of winning. I mean, you can't dismiss, you know, some seasons. You know, you're gonna, if you're at a point of the bad seasons, you got to point at the good seasons. And he's had a handful of mediocre seasons, which is never acceptable in Notre Dame. But 
there's still been a lot of wins in there. It, it's, it's been incredibly frustrating is what it's been. And I'm, so I'm not saying that to not Kelly or, or, to, or to defend him at all. I'm just saying there's been a lot of wins and a lot of frustration because there's been a lot of losses with those lot of wins. So what we have here is, you know, just a game that has evolved, you know, now that Notre Dame is looking like it's starting to get back into a bigger national picture. You know, 2012, 12-0, one of the key moments of that season was the win in South Bend. Game days there, 2013, goal line stands. It was amazing. In, you know, in the rain, and we'll get to that game on the site on Friday. Trust me, a little, another teaser. But, you know, huge moment. 2014, was a, which was our last win. Big comeback game. I mean, these, let's just let's rattle off the scores. All right, since that 2010 ass-kicking from Stanford, you know, to Notre Dame there. 2011, 28-14, Stanford wins. 2012, 2013, Notre Dame wins. 2013-27-20, Stanford wins. 2014, 17-14, Notre Dame wins. 2015, 38-36, Stanford wins. 2016, 17-10, Stanford wins. And then last year's 2017 game was abysmal. Notre Dame's up in the fourth quarter, and they still found a way to lose by 18 points, 38-20, to because of a, just a mass amount of turnovers. So look, for the most part, the last decade of this series not only been owned by Stanford, it's been owned by David Shaw, who took over for Jim Harbaugh, and it's been owned by, a, I mean, it's a good game. These are good, exciting games. Even last year, losing by 18, had everybody's eyeballs glued Notre Dame's up going to the fourth. It's a good game. I just don't understand anyone that says this is not a rivalry game. There's a beautiful trophy called the Legends Trophy. It's Irish. You know, it's, well, water, Irish crystal, whatever the hell it is. Nice-looking trophy sitting on California Redwood Base. I mean, it's, it's nice. Go look at some other rivalry trophies around. Like some of the shit that's made up, you know, the last, you know, like 30, 40 years. That's... Not like a, a frying pan, which is awesome, you know, or an axe, which is awesome. But, you know, just some of the stuff, that, like the land-grant trophy, Penn State and Michigan State, it's freaking awful. This thing's gorgeous. <laughs> you got so much hate. You got Jim Harbaugh mouthing off to Jimmy Clausen. They're getting into it. You got whiny face bitch David Shaw, who you just can't beat. But sitting over there like a baby, you just you, there's so much hatred for that man. It mixed in with so much respect for what he's done with their program. It's ridiculous. It's a, this is a huge game. I I I want to shake everybody. Like wake the fuck up. This is huge. I need shook. And now when you look at this season right now. Our biggest test for the season is probably this game. You could point to Michigan maybe a little bit, but I'm telling you, it's this game. We all know what's going on down in Tallahassee. We all seen what just happened, you know, with the team in Blacksburg. We know what's going on with the rest of our schedule. 
this is the game. This is our number one game. We, I mean, we've seen even that team in L.A. have their struggles. Our number one rival. And here comes another rival into our house, ranked in the top eight with us, jumped us, both sitting with 4-0 records. This is huge. If game day hadn't have been, I mean, I know people don't really give a shit about game day, but it says a lot about the atmosphere of a game and, and just the stakes at hand for a game when, the, when they're there. If they hadn't been there for the Michigan game, I have a hard time seeing them not being there for this game. They were going to be there at Notre Dame, you know, for the anniversary thing one way or another. But, you know, if Penn State would have dropped that game, oh, a couple weeks ago or whatever it was, they had a rough rough go at it. You know, maybe 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 game day's in South Bend again. You know, I don't know. Maybe not. And it doesn't really matter. But, but it all points to... <laughs> The point of it is, is that it all points to this is a huge freaking game, man. This has got national implications, college football playoff implications. It's been a close game throughout this decade. I don't, I just don't get it. I don't understand anyone that says that this isn't a rivalry game. You're going to, you, you would have to prove me otherwise to say that this isn't. Your, your definition would have to be so different than mine, basically. To prove that. I don't consider Boston College a rival. I don't consider Navy a rival. Maybe I should with Navy. I don't know. Um, you know, Purdue's by the wayside. I don't play them anymore. Michigan State, I'm still holding on to that thread because that's my favorite rivalry trophy in college football. And it was, and Michigan, this is basically making up for Michigan State, the Stanford series. I hated, I hate Michigan State. Hate them with the fire of a billion suns. Hate them. And there's some similarities here between this series and the Michigan State series. Remember all those years we just we just couldn't beat Michigan State. You know, it was a ridiculous stretch where we couldn't beat them in our house. You know, there's a lot of depending upon how old you are. I'm 40 years old. All right, I was 10 years old when Notre Dame won the national championship in 1988. I was 15 for the 93 season. You know, pretty much 93 on is more my, I don't know, more ingrained into me than anything else. You know, I, re- I remember the, I remember everything pretty much from 88 to 90 to 92, you know, love those seasons. And I still have very fond memories, but the, like the personal investment really began in 1993 for me, like the hardcore personal investment. You know that, you know, your day's about to get great or about to be ruined. Uh, that, that, that happens when you, when you get older, 15 years old. This is what it is. So I have very strong memories from all these seasons. And Michigan State was always one of dread, you know, and excitement. And just there's so much thrown into it and hatred. And man, it was fucking physical. Just guys, just dirty hits, clean hits that should have been dirty just raw, man, just out there in some old school football action. Stanford has filled that void that we don't have anymore with Michigan State. So I'm not exactly sure when this game turned into a rivalry. You know, in, in my eyes, I can get, 
as I have already done, I can give you start dates and scores and events that have, you know, have, have happened. You know, Brian Kelly got into it with a strength and conditioning coach out there after a game. I mean, the, this, this has got a lot, you know, going on here. But like I said, I don't know when it started, but it's going on. It's, that's what a good rivalry, I think, nowadays is. Something organic, something that just happened because of, because of destiny, because of chance, because of, you know, all these little things that add up over time. And we have that in this game. And I think people are pissing it away because they want to, they want to really put Stanford in their, in this place that they haven't been in in so long. They're not this program that we're, we should just maul. And we know that, you know, we, we, <laughs> it's just obvious. This is huge, man. This is such a huge game. Huge for Notre Dame. Huge for Brian Kelly. There's no game that he needs more this season than this game. He, need, he needs this win more than he needed the Michigan win. David Shaw has him by the neck, man. And he just keeps taking out bites. You know, maybe this is the year Shaw rips the jugular out. I don't know. And that's the thing. I really don't know what's going on, you know, what's going to happen in this game. I have some pretty good ideas, some thoughts, and some predictions that I'll, you know, you'll all get. But shit, it could go the exact other way. Easily. I mean, it, and I wouldn't even think twice of like, yep, that's just the way this game goes now. Because that's what happens in rivalry games, man. When, when, a, when a piss poor team beats a great team, but those two teams are considered rivals... People don't look at it like a huge upset. They look at it as, man, all bets are off. This is a rivalry game. That's how most people look at things like that. We play them every year, man. This is, this, we do something stupid, and that's we end our season every year out in California. This is our, you know, our odd year last destination. You know, we should hate them. Absolutely hate them. And hate fills up a rivalry. It does. Look at Michigan, for God's sakes. There's so much hate there. That is a rivalry. So if, if I had to re-rank everything right now based upon current situations, everything that's, <clears throat> that's happened is has happened, but right now, if I had to base what's Notre Dame, who are Notre Dame's rivals? Who does Notre Dame, you know, who stacks up? It's one USC and it's two Stanford. That's what this game has evolved into. Stanford jumped Michigan. They jumped Michigan State. You know, Purdue, Boston College, dude, don't come at me with those names. It's not rivalries. This is what this game has evolved into. This is Notre Dame's number two game. It, and it, and I say that they didn't manufacture it, but in a lot of ways they did by making sure, like USC, that when they go out there, it's the last game of the season. I mean, there's so much correlation to this game, to the USC game, and to just, just stop. Anyone that says this isn't a huge rivalry game, it is. 
national people will tell you this is one of the better rivalries in college football. You know, over the last, it has evolved into that. And the shittiest part is, is that we've been getting our asses kicked for a decade. You know, let's straighten that out. They can do that this Saturday. Make a huge statement this Saturday. And that's what rivalry games are there for. To make huge statements on a national stage to set yourself up to make a run. That's what Ohio State and Michigan have been doing that for decades. You know, Oklahoma, Texas did that for a long time. I mean, there's games, rivalry games, that set up one team or the other their national runs, you know, or, or at least finish them, you know. So this is a rivalry game in every sense of the word. This is huge. You should hate Stanford, man. You should be buying axes and chopping down trees just for no reason. Just because you fucking hate Stanford so much, you can't stand looking at that fucking tree in your neighbor's yard anymore. Go out there with an axe, chop it down. So, that's really all I got. I know it was all over the map, you guys, and this ran probably 20 minutes longer than I wanted it to. But that's a lot. But that's what makes this series what makes it, man. There's there's just so much going on, and it, it's so interesting when you really sit down and think about it. I'm telling you, this is the number two rivalry game for Notre Dame right now, hands down, without a doubt. So, I'll I'll leave it at that. Uh, listen, please rate. Wes and Martin are do a fantastic job, so you're not re- really rating me. But please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. We would much appreciate it. Um, that really helps us, uh, you know, expand uh, and get get ourselves out there. Uh, Martin and Wes deserve it. They do, do such a good job for us. Whether you agree with them or not, it is one of the best listens that uh, that you can have. So I hope my shittier version doesn't change your opinion of that but uh look get ready for the game uh, i hope everyone has a has a great time this weekend let's go for the win and uh go irish <laughs>